Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Let's get into the news. Let's get into the news. So, report last week came out that the Broncos have offered Selwyn Cobbo roughly 330k a year extension from 2023. Now, this is all reportedly. The only concerning thing about this is, is if it's the report is usually an exaggeration of how much they're offering. So, for them to say 330k for Selwyn Cobbo over three years after 2023. That's a really conservative. Like that must be the, the well, not must be the figure. But Guru, you've been around for a while. Kanguru, you've been around for a while. They usually exaggerate contract numbers, correct? Yeah, they're normally blown out of proportion. And geez, if it's three hundred thirty k a year, he might have a cardboard cutout as his manager just quietly. That's oh. just, I mean, and they well done to Brisbane if they get it. Well, Brisbane apparently the confident gets done very soon. If it does, absolute bargain. If it does, it might be this. It, it's almost on the level of Payne Haas signing that six year deal, but. Look what's happened with the Payne Haas situation. Yep. Look where, the, where we find ourselves, where, you know, there's so much going on with him. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo, as a Broncos fan, please, dear God, sign for 330k a year. Please. As a Selwyn fan, bro, uh, you're worth more than 330k a year. Uh, I know he's still young. I know he's still got a lot to prove. You know, we saw on the weekend his attack was brilliant. Some of the defensive stuff in fullback play he needed to work on. But I think we can all see what this kid can be. Uh, 330k a year for essentially the next five years so he's got 2022 so he's probably on minimum right now i'd assume so 125 yeah. or 100 2023 let's say he's on 150 so on cobo for the next five years to be on 330k it almost seems like impossible like it almost seems that like it, it almost seems like the nrl would step in and go like that's way undervalued not that they would um in saying that if the broncos can do it and Selwyn doesn't care about money and he more cares about the team and he more cares about, you know, taking the club to a, a whole new level and fair play to him, like respect to him. Um, but 330K seems extremely low. I mean, in a world where the Broncos are paying him that in three years' time when he's got experience, he's been through the highs and the lows, absolute bargain. Yeah. It's scary to think about what they could do with the rest of their side then. Mm. Uh, if you do manage to lock Selwyn up and then, you know, we've spoken about it a little bit, 
whether it's a KP, a Munster, one of these guys, it's going to leave a fair whack of cash there to be able to grab someone, which is sort of, you've spoken about it before, it's what the Roosters sort of did with Radley and Cam Murray as well, mm. um, had them cheap for a long time. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand how this can be correct, to be yeah, honest with, I'm you. with you. It puzzles me. When I saw it, I mean, as usual, in the article it said, million dollar contract. And they, make, they say that to make it sound like, oh, shit, a million dollars. And then you go, oh, it's a three-year extension. That means it's about $333,000 a year. Um, what's interesting is like last year, I was like saying, as soon as I saw someone, I was saying, we need to extend him right now, right now. And, you know, a lot of people in the comments were like, he's already locked up to 2023. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't get it. You want to get him now because he's just grateful to be getting a crack in first grade. That's what... Uh, Cam Murray got signed on a four-year deal like in his first few games. Victor Radley, the same situation. I think Victor Radley even before. He's, he, and so you need to identify these guys and go, wow, there's something special about this kid. We take a bit of a risk on him. Put it this way. If you had offered him that after his first grade debut, I reckon he takes it. And I reckon it's a good bargain for both people. Mate, I would still sit here and think for his potential, I reckon that's unders. Considering you're going to 2026, it's a long way away. Like, mate, I, I reckon a year ago, this deal would have been really good for Brisbane. Now, it is just an absolute gold mine. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's what I was saying yeah. a year ago. I was saying we need to lock this guy up because in, I know what it's like to be a rookie. I know what it's like to be a rookie. And you're just so grateful to be there and so in awe of, like, I'm wearing a Broncos jersey. You don't... You don't have enough self-belief, not self-belief, but you don't rate yourself so highly. You're not so arrogant to believe that you deserve a 500K contract when you've just got your first grade debut. Um, and so I, that's, that's why I said in that first year, lock him up immediately for another four or five years. This guy, you can clearly tell by the way he plays. Same situation with Reese Walsh. Same situation. Before he played NRL, if he, if he wants to play NRL, and, and I'll go back up old Graham, but this, what happened with Reese Walsh was wasn't about the money it was about Broncos said to him that he wasn't ready for first grade and he thought he was ready for first grade if I'm the Broncos back then and I said this when it all happened I go and I sit down I go okay do we have a specialist fullback for the next 10 years Jermaine Asako has been trying to mold himself into a fullback and you know he has, has some solid games for sure but is he our fullback for the next 10 years if he was you'd think that he would have landed that spot at least 12 or 16 months ago um that's where you make the risky play of going, you know what, Reese? if you re-sign, we'll start you the season. You get him to re-sign. He goes four games. You see how he goes. Because like, if Jermaine Asako, you can always put him on the wing. But let's say Jermaine gets upset or pissed off or, or whatever. That's the risk you have to take to keep a guy like Reese Walsh because you know he's a specialist fullback and he has such good talent and you haven't had a specialist fullback. Darius Boyd has gone two years ago or whatever it was. Um, and they let him go. They let him go. Imagine the Broncos side right now with a Reese Walsh in it at the back there. Uh, so and I mean, have they learnt from their mistakes? I mean, if I'm if I'm Selwyn looking at that offer, I guarantee you there would be at least thirteen other clubs that would be willing to top that. What do you him? reckon? Oh, we spoke about this off air. I honestly reckon Selwyn could get five hundred to six hundred conservatively. At a lot of clubs right now. Mate, you're paying 500 for consistent back rowers at the moment. Mm. This guy's a needle mover. Whether we like it or not, certain positions have more value in a football team. Absolutely. They, 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 they impact the result more. Tell me about it. I was He's, on fucking 50 grand my whole fucking career. <laughs> he plays a position or he will play a position of fullback mm. where he will directly impact the result each and every week. 
like your really consistent back rowers, your consistent front rowers that are playing their role but aren't moving the needle in that regard, some of them are getting double this. Yeah. Realistically, sure. like I just, I think you have to value positions a little bit differently and the position that he plays paired with the ability that he has, raw ability. Yeah. It's batshit crazy. I, yeah, I, I, I would be pushing that number way up if I was Brisbane. I'm worried that Selwyn might sort of look at this and go, are they for real? Mm. That's my worry. The other thing is like, so maybe the Broncos are putting out we're confident. It's just all about the pressure play of like, you put that in the media, then the kid may feel like, oh, fuck, I better take it. I don't want to upset, you know, the, the, the club. And look, you know, we're speaking from a purely player perspective. We have to speak from the club's perspective. It's like, you know, they did give an opportunity. Um, they have his best interest at heart, all that kind of stuff. And the, and the club, it doesn't want to pay overs because that, that's how they got in the mess that they were in, you know, a couple of years ago. We had to let go of all these players. So you can totally understand why the club is trying to do this. I just think it's probably 12 months too late. If he, if he does re-sign for that, like fair play to Selwyn, like I got a lot of, like at least if he does re-sign for that, you know that he is truly there to change that club. He's truly there about the club and understanding he's taking a pay cut to build the Brisbane Broncos up. Um, but I just, I can't see him taking that. I can't. It'd just be what, like, because this isn't right now. This is 2024. So that would be his 2024 contract. Selwyn Cobbo when he's about 21 years old, 22. And if Selwyn is, you know, a big enough Broncos man to take that, good on him. But I just think at some point over the next few years when they're then going to be signing back rowers for 500K, surely he's going to look around the room, isn't he? Well, I mean, surely Payne Haas was looking around the room going, (laughs) look what I'm offering and I'm on 400K. Um, So, yeah, really interesting. Again, I was just so surprised because I was like, surely... With an article, they would have inflated that number just to make it because, like, a good from a purely PR perspective. Let's say I'm the Broncos and I'm trying to get him for cheap as possible, and and plenty of clubs do this, and it's just 101 footy. It's part of the game. No knock on anyone. You put out that we're offering him 600k a year. You put it out there, le- leak it. No, no sources though, so that it puts pressure on you know from the public of like what he's not willing to take 600k a year. That's why I'm so surprised that the, the figure was so low because it's like there's no pressure on someone to take that. It's not like the Broncos are no strangers to leaking things. Oh either. yeah, I mean every club does it. It's just part of the interest of the club. I mean at 330k, if I'm Wayne Bennett and I don't manage to land a Walsh or a KP or a Munster. Fuck, it'd be a good get for him to get the Broncos well, next apparently, big thing. Well, that's, that's the, the word is, is that they're trying to stave off uh, a Dolphins raid. They're trying to stave off a, a Wayne Bennett coming to him and saying, mate. So that would be terrible PR. That would be oh, awful. Right. There's the other side of that, that it would be the second Broncos fullback, Peter O'Sullivan, has taken from them. Yep. Reese Walsh into Selwyn. The optics would be terrible if he ends up at the Dolphins. And oh man, yeah. So really interesting. It was such an interesting article. Again, it's all reported. It's yeah. all allegedly. So you know, don't take it to the bank. But where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, it would who doesn't believe that the Broncos are trying to re-sign Cobo right now? They clearly are trying to re-sign him right now with a yeah. new club coming to town after losing Reese Walsh. A lot of rumours that Reese Walsh is going to sign with the Dolphins, and like that's by proxy such a knock on the Broncos. You know, like, can you imagine Reese Walsh lining up for the Dolphins against the Broncos when the Broncos develop this guy and they tear it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if, so there's guaranteed the Broncos are trying to re-sign him, but it, we just don't know how much this... Um, sometimes I, I wonder with the Broncos, it's like, are they so 
in their own world that they don't like to them they're like young kid coming through this is a good offer like for example Selwyn Cobbo coming through 2006 2007 it's a great offer it's like mate you're a part of a premiership winning like you we are the best club in the comp the landscape has changed do you do you think that that could be yeah I think that could be part of it I mean you'd know more about than me if it's the same heads that are in these chairs making these decisions but I mean as you said if you would have done this in 06 07 it is a different situation but it's a bargain no, I mean, no, it's, it's a bargain even... yeah but someone would also go fuck you know what I'll play origin here 100%. I could win comps here respectfully and even more so after what we've seen the last two or three weeks that's not the landscape of the Brisbane Broncos right now and, and that's what I mean like do you feel and this is like I'm biased obviously yep. biased towards the Bronco but do you feel from an outside looking in that they're using their history in the wrong moment. They're using the club's pre-art history and not realising that we're so far beyond that right now as a club that, that you can't afford to be offering a Selwyn Cobbo this kind of money. Selwyn hasn't seen Brisbane win a premiership. Yeah, fuck. They're not... I, I, the, when was the, he born? Would have been like 2003 or something like that? So, well, yeah. He, it would have been... It would have been before he was at school. The yeah, last yeah. Time so he wouldn't won. have seen So it. he hasn't seen them win a yeah. premiership. Yeah. The way that I grew up looking at the Broncos was... They're in a grand final every third year. Yeah. They've got an absolutely stacked team. The Broncos team is the Kangaroos team in a different jersey. Mm. It's not that anymore. No. It's not. How many players played Origin for Queensland last year from the Broncos? Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It's, um, I mean, it's not bizarre. It's, it's where we're at right it's now. It's where you're at. It's yeah. the reality of your situation. Yeah. Very interesting. Really interesting. I hope that it's just, um, you know, they've just thrown a figure out there and it's some journalist that doesn't really – no footy that much maybe <laughs> i don't know again and no, i don't know who read it wrote it so maybe they do but um hopefully that figure is incorrect and we're looking more towards the you know 400 first year 500 second year you know what i mean that that's that kind of figure i can see mm. okay maybe he can take it it's homegrown to him he was a broncos fan growing up um but if they get him for 330 i tell you what if, even if they get him for 450 a year i still think that's a I steal i still think it's a steal for sure he's got He's got more potential than most guys in this league in a key position. Yeah, like, totally. And what's really interesting with a guy like Selwyn is, so the Wynnum trial, to, not this year, but last year, he wasn't a part of the Broncos squad. And I just put up, and, and Reese Walsh went really well in that trial. And I was like, you know, Reese Walsh killed it, I killed it. And then the amount of people that were like, Selwyn Cobbo killed it. And I was like, yeah, but he wasn't playing for the Broncos. Like, well, first of all, I looked at the Broncos side and I was like, I don't, I don't remember seeing him come through. And they're like, no, no, he was playing for Wyndham. And I went back and looked and I was like, holy shit. So that's how much, I guess, he wasn't even identified then yet. I mean, he may have come to some camps and all that stuff, but he wasn't in the first grade squad at that stage or on the edges of it. But that's how good he was. He, in the trial where he would have been 17 years old probably, yeah, he's one of the best players on the field against the Broncos, you know, squad. Uh, so, yeah. And like, just to show you where he's at right now, he's coming into first grade. He hasn't played 50 games. Like, he's playing first grade. I wouldn't say he's a first grader yet. Mm, no, no way. And, I mean, you look at the level that he's at. He's an established Q Cup player for me. Mm. And, mate, you go and have a look at what he did last year in the Queensland Cup. Grand final like, was crazy. That's where he's going to be in three or four, for five sure. years in the Broncos. Sure. And that's I think that's the way you've got to look at this contract. You're not... You're not buying Selwyn for now. You are buying Selwyn for 2025 Absolutely. when he's an established first grader and he's doing the shit that he's been doing in Queensland Cup, taking the piss out of the competition to some extent. Yep. I think um, – you know how last week we were talking about you want your stars to, when they get the ball in a trial, be like they're a step above. Now, aside from two lapses in defence um, from Selwyn, 
you know, one was miscommunication and then one was just poor positioning. Aside from those two things, he looked a level above for the Broncos. He was our best, one of our best um, in, against essentially a full-strength Cowboys side. He's, he's 19 years old. He's 18 years old, you know. And, and he looks good making – he has to create things for himself at the yeah. moment. I think once you get Reynolds and there is a bit more structure – yeah. He will just he will get good ball in such better positions with more options available to him. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, we're both huge fans of yep. Selwyn. This is an absolute bargain if Brisbane come home with it. And if I was Selwyn and his management, I think I'd be looking around the room before I oh. pen to paper here. Wow. I mean, and it's not like his value is going to go down over the next year or two. Like, you could just say, no, we don't accept it. Mate, it's the NRL. If he plays terrible for the next year, clubs will sign him the year after off potential. For sure. They can turn him around. It's the NRL. That's how it works. Yeah. What do you got there, I was going to say, it was Pete Bedella wrote that, who is like the top dog up in Brisbane. Okay. So So he knows what's going on. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Even more interesting. What? That's 330k a year? I don't know, mate. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe we're wrong, Guru. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe we are. It wouldn't yeah. be the first time, won't be the last time. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It just doesn't add up to me. It doesn't Does make not sense. Add up. Um, so interesting to keep, that, um, keep tracking that. Now, huge blow for the Sharks. Huge blow. Cam McInnes. Uh, out for up to four weeks after minor surgery on his knee. Is this concerning or is it just, you know, minor surgery, whatever? Yeah, it's hard to get a read on. I'll tell you what I found really interesting with this McKinnis situation and m- maybe I'm out of touch with how it works, but he signed with Cronulla before a ball was kicked last year, then did his ACL. He pretty much did his whole recovery with the Dragons. Mm. I, I always found it strange. Why wouldn't the Sharks take him at that point to mm. do his recovery, if you know what I mean? Yeah, it's something okay. that I found really interesting last year. I wonder if, you know, it seems strange to me that he's arrived there and then, what, three weeks before the season kicks off, all of a sudden he needs to have a clean out of his knee. Mm. Doesn't it just seem a bit strange timing? Yeah. Like, oh, totally. You'd know more about the, the, these injuries than me, but it just seems... Well, he would have got all scanned when he rocked up. I don't understand how this is... Yeah, it just doesn't... And, like, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that the Dragons didn't you know, put time and effort into McInnes' recovery, but fuck it. the Sharks. I, th- I think in general they probably would have put. They got more incentive. They got there. more incentive to make the very best out of it and to not cut any corners whatsoever. You know. So, so do you know that it's on the ACL knee? I believe so. That's from what I gathered. Okay. Uh, don't quote it me could, on that. It could be just a, um, you know, it could be his other knee. We, we I, I thought it was, but I'm not sure. Okay. Hopefully, Maddie can find something like that, yeah. but. Devastating for the Sharks um, for the first four weeks. Obviously, your spine is so important now. He was going to be their 13. I include your 13 in your spine now. So for them to change it up for the first four weeks when they're already running with a halves combo that has got some question marks over it, mm. um, far yeah. from ideal. But just as a leader, especially in defence, you want Cam McInnes on the field. Imagine that. Same knee. Same, Same knee. knee. Yeah. I don't understand wow. how that occurs. I don't. Yeah, it does. So it's so what? It's like was it a re-injury? But it says clean out. Like uh, anyway, that's that's really strange. Um, you know, a, a, a sharks pack with Finucane and McInnes in it. Like that is a fucking top tier sharks pack. So best wishes to McInnes. Hopefully, it's no big deal. It's just a small clean out, and he'll be back ready. I mean, if there's one bloke that's going to rip and tear and train hard to get back, it'll be McInnes. Yeah. Now this next one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, this, to me, was just really, really surprising. You know, we've had blokes like Trindle that are missing two weeks for a head high that was the guy was falling into his shoulder. Is it two weeks he's missing, Trindle? Yeah, two weeks. Um, you know, then we had... Tyrell Fuimaono, who, you know, don't get me wrong, was definitely worse than the Collins uh, on Hastings. Um, so Collins does a cannonball tackle on Hastings, and it was super dangerous. Um, and, and I think it was just purely fatigue. Like, he's just, he's just not thought and just gone back to his, you know, two or three years ago when this was totally fine. Anyway, so he does a cannonball tackle on Hastings and only gets a fine. This, I don't understand... And I, we won't spend too long on this because we don't want to be too negative with refs. And Well, this isn't even a ref. This is a judiciary. I don't get that. And I think this would have been a really good opportunity for the NRL to go heavy on Collins and use him as an example to get this out of the game. Because we have to. We have to get this out. I, I understand what you said. He's tired. He's going back two or three years. I think we need a line in the sand to say that sort of shit's out. It's not I, – I just – I can't understand how a guy can see a man in a two-man tackle attack the back of his knees when he's not watching, throw his body weight on him as a front rower going at a 5'8", and he gets a fucking fine. I just don't get it. I just – and that's nothing against Collins. I think he's a great player. I really like him. But it's that it's that sort of stuff we've got to get out of rugby league. It's oh, just, for sure. I, I totally I agree. Mean, I mean – Like, I think Collins was just totally fatigued and yep. wasn't thinking – so let's we'll take out the Collins the player. Let's just look at the technique that was used. We got to get rid of that. Like, but I guarantee you, if you take instead of a fine, if you give him six weeks, I guarantee you, Trent Robinson in his video sessions going, "Hey, we cannot fucking do this. Yeah, we can't afford to do this." That's how you get these sort of things out of our game. I don't think a fine does it ju- justice at all. How is Tyrell Fuimanos, who was still wrong, bad technique, absolutely, but it happened like that, and it was. In contact, like he swung around, blah, blah. How is that five weeks and Collins, which was an intentional decision, you know, I just, yeah, it was, I don't understand this. And this is, we're, we're already starting in trials to have situations that's inconsistent. Can you imagine uh, Anthony Griffin right now? Yeah, I might. He I would be fuming. Braden Trindle had a bloke trip into him. Yeah, trip into him. Like there was, there was no intent from Braden Trindle in that moment for me. Collins, I think there was a bit of intent. I think he, like, I just don't understand. Once again, you know better than me. You've played the game. It all happens so fast. But I just don't understand how the mindset is to attack someone's legs when they're not watching. It's just fatigue, man. You're just fatigued. So you just go, a lot of the time on the footy field, you don't even remember what happens. You're just like, you're just reacting. You're just reacting. And sometimes you can train so much at something, like whether it's wrestling or whatever. Like, for example, like, even now, if, if I, like, got into contact with someone, like, chest high, I would just – no matter how fatigued I was, my arms would immediately come to underhook. Mm. Immediately come to underhook. And I just think Collins was just really fatigued. It's Again, it's not saying that he shouldn't have not – like, I'm, I agree it, with it, you. It's not a Collins problem. It's an NRL problem. Absolutely. But I think this is a good opportunity to really draw a line in the stand and solve it. We've done nothing. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens if Hastings does an ACL or something in that moment. 
what would happen then? But like, that's the concern. It's like we cannot judge the, a judiciary finding on how injured the bloke got. Because then, then it's like, oh, okay, he didn't get injured, it's all good. The, the judiciary is there to clean the game up, not to protect people from being injured. And I agree with you, but I think that's how the judiciary looks yeah. at it sometimes. Yeah, if Hastings totally. didn't get up and play the rest of the game, I'm confident we're not talking about a fine. If Hayes Dunster would have got up and kept playing last week, I don't think he's looking at seven weeks or whatever it was. To be honest, I don't even think he would have been at a penalty. If he, like, slings off or, like, he just, like, like he falls down naturally... Um, yeah, so re- really surprising. And, and this is in no way saying we hope Collins got six yeah. or seven weeks. It's more the consistency that's really concerning. If you're a Dragons fan, you're pissed off. If you're a Sharks fan, you're pissed off. Um, so hopefully the NRL looks at this and hopefully there has um, been a review of this decision and been like, boys, going forward, like we cannot be giving a guy that someone slips into the tackle two weeks and then a, a, a clear cannonball tackle. Like, if you could paint a picture of cannonball, it that doesn't was get it. any clearer. Let's be honest. Um, here. Like, so yeah, like, look, the best thing about it all is thank God Hastings is all good. Yeah. Thank God that nothing happened from it. I'm sure, you know, by all reports, Collins absolute legend of a bloke. I'm sure he's probably taken a step back and gone fuck. Like, if I'm fatigued, I've got to keep my um, just keep my mind about me a little bit. I'm sure that. Put it this way, I'll be surprised if Collins does it again because I think oh. even him would probably be like, shit, that could have ended really fucking poorly. Yeah. Because, like, people, a lot of people don't feel like players just feel no remorse. I guarantee Collins is sitting there going, thank God Hastings didn't do his ACL. Yeah, and he would have found him after the game and said, and said Mate, sorry, sorry, bro, sorry, fucking 100%, brain explosion. Totally. Sorry, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, so hopefully the NRL can focus on that because we haven't really seen him that bad for a while now, you know? Because uh, they got stamped out quite well. Yeah. Uh, probably, what, two years ago, you reckon? Yeah. Um, so that's just puzzling to me. Again, more more inconsistency from the match review community commu- committee. Um, has uh, Tarmel has he been cited yet? One, Again, one game, I think it is. Yeah. What? So he got a game. Yep. Is there like good behaviour from Collins or something? There must Collins Tamo must has the slight bit of loading. Okay, so Tamo, slight, but Collins has no loading. No loading. So maybe yeah. that's that. But it's not in the category of fine. But it's anyway. dangerous. It's great. Lindsay Collins was grade one dangerous contact. Really? Mm. And, and he just didn't. Okay. I don't. I don't understand. Which is interesting because, like, is a cannonball grade one? Yeah. No, it's not. Um, I don't get it. And it's, it's the same situation happened with um, Tamia. Like. I think with him, fatigued, wasn't thinking. Because we all know, like, Tamar's not a shit bloke. Colin's yep. not a shit bloke. This is just fatigue situations. But that was pretty dangerous, the Tamar situation. Like, I can cop the one to two. Sorry, Tamar would have got a week even if he didn't have loading. Okay. Yep. So I can cop the one to two weeks for Tamar. Um, I think that's fair because it was really dangerous. Um, the Collins one is just really perplexing to me. I don't understand how we came to that. Um, yeah, I don't understand. Anyway... Uh, hopefully they sort it out. We'll try this year as much as we can not to go to MRC, MRC and the, the refs. But uh, like, I, I don't know about you, but I feel passionate about this one because I think it's a miracle Hastings is playing rugby league still. Yeah, I, totally, totally. Like, and it could have so, so easily, and it's not about Hastings, it's about whichever player is in that situation. I mean, 
Mate, if this was two weeks before Origin and he did that to Cam Munster, for example, and he was out for the State of Origin Series, all of a sudden the NRL fill it in their hip pocket. Yeah. That's a different story all of a sudden. Oh, it's, to- it's carnage. Mate, this is like the Tyrell Fumi Mayono one where it's, it's, this is a technique that has been brought into the game that's unnecessary and it is dangerous regardless of how safely you do it. It is made to anchor knee points. So I totally agree with you. I'm passionate on it as well. Like, I remember a few years ago I had a chat with um, the general, Luke Patton, and I, this is just when it was like hitting its zenith. And he was, I think he was on the MRS, MRC then. And I said, mate, this cannonball's got to fucking go. Like, it is just fucked. Like, getting your knees blown out when you can't even see the bloke coming towards you while you're being held by two people, it's like the worst, it's, just, it's the worst part of our game. Like, I'll take a guy bouncing up head high and every day of the week over cannonball tackle. Just for reference, Fumano, Tamo and Collins all got the same charge. It was dangerous contact. Lindsay Collins, grade one. James Tamo, grade two. Fumano, grade three. Doesn't make any sense, man. This is one thing that I think Rugby Union does really well, where if they want to get rid of something, you know it's hard and fast. If you do this, you are getting 10 in the bin. You are getting sent off. And I think this is something that we fall into grey areas. And as you said, it is so dangerous... You were talking to Luke Patton about it. Why isn't this just well known that if you do this, you will be sent from the field? I was honestly surprised. I thought he was gone for 10. Yeah. Like, I, I was I, like, I oh, can't yeah, believe gone. he wasn't. And now he's got a fine. Yeah. Like, it just makes no sense. Mm. I don't, I, yeah. Hopefully, this is just a, like a one off, you know? Because yeah, we fingers actually, crossed. we haven't seen a cannibal tackle in quite some time. So, hopefully, it was just a fatigue player, made a, a brain explosion. Fingers crossed, no one got injured, and we just move forward, and we don't see it again. Sorry, hopefully. I missed one. I wish missed one small detail. Lindsay Lindsay Collins has a discount for seven years of incident free. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that possibly means that's what I said. Is he got really good behaviour? Yeah. So I, I looked at the loading. He's got no loading, but I didn't see the seven years thing. So he must seven be years good behaviour. So that yeah. must be it. Yeah. Um. So, to be honest, if I'm being totally honest. And let's just take Collins out of it. I'm still not okay with. I'm the, not the okay fight. with that. Like, that doesn't. No. That it's you know. Anyway, is what it is. Um, and and I get it if they've got those rules set out for the what's he in the third year of his career and he's getting a seven year exemption. I I understand that, but I think it should have been ten in the bin. I think that they need to stamp it out. Yeah, for sure. And no, then no, they, they pretty much have, as you said, first time we've seen it in a while. But I just can't. Don't think we can let that sort of stuff sneak back in. Yeah. No. I um. I totally agree. And, and to be clear, we're not saying Collins or Taumau meant yep. it, uh, but it is very dangerous, absolutely. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 